want apple juice. Lucas wants apple juice. I know, I heard him can say I that. Can I have apple juice? Yeah, you can have apple juice. Can I have soda? Yes, you can have soda. Can I press that button? No, you can't press that button. Why? Because that's going to play the theme song. I'm not ready to start Click. the pot. What is up, guys? James Gutman here on High Pod. I'm Dad. Welcome back to a Friday edition of the show. Every single Friday, brand new High Pod. I'm Dad. Wherever you find a podcast, you'll find this podcast. Any of the streaming services, like, subscribe, hit the bell, hit everything. Thank you so much for taking the time to check it out. Uh, and thank you for checking out High Blog. I'm Dad as well. It's available at highblogomdad.com. Two new blogs every week. Highpodomdad.com. New podcasts every week. Uh, every week is great. Every week is fantastic. We spend it together. We enjoy it. And I'm happy, man. I'm happy because, I don't know, I guess I'm a dad. I'm kind of lame. That's what we are, right? We're like the lame people in the situation. And I never feel lamer than I do as the father of a teenager. And I got a chance to write about my daughter this week. I wrote two blogs this week, right? So on Wednesday, I wrote one that was about the whole family, but a lot of it about my daughter who rips the doorknobs off of her closet. And in dealing with that, it's insane. And when you do something like that, it kind of puts you in the state of mind. When you write something like that about your kid and you're starting to really focus on how they drive you absolutely insane, that puts you in a state of mind where you're noticing these things. Well, lucky me, I didn't have to go too far out to notice these things because this has been a definite week. I'm going to put some of these things out for you guys. Um, this week was my daughter's eighth grade dance. Oh, Yeah. Eighth grade dance. Girls used to wear ball gowns to these eighth grade dances. They don't wear ball gowns anymore. Uh, I showed up. Everybody looked like they were 30. It was like, um, I don't know, it was like an HBO miniseries when I showed up. Not fun to take the pictures, but I showed up and I was there. And um, the way things worked out was the transition from when my daughter was with my ex-wife to when she was with me happened right at the eighth grade dance. So my ex-wife was in charge of kind of getting her there and I was in charge of getting her back. Now in doing this, um, my daughter had set up some sort of a carpool thing where she was going with some other kid. My ex-wife didn't know anything about it, barely involved in that. My daughter does it herself at this point. I don't know who else is setting it up. I didn't know where we're meeting because for some reason, all these moms text each other and it doesn't matter anything. They don't text me. Uh, they want to. But they don't. Uh, but it is all good. So I showed up. I took the pictures. I did the thing that dad is supposed to do. And then I said to my daughter on four separate occasions, four, one, two, three, four separate occasions. What's the deal with later? What, am I bringing you back? Or what am I doing? I don't know. I don't know. No, it's fine. I said, you're getting a ride from this, this Carolyn girl. Are you, if Carolyn is driving you, they don't have to drive Carolyn back. No, just me. You don't have to drive Carolyn back. Okay. Four times I asked the kid this, right? Pickup was at 8 o'clock. My son usually passes out before 8 o'clock, but threw him in the car. He's hanging out. He's excited. He's yelling and clapping and playing on his iPad. We go there, drive out there early, 7.40. We're in the parking lot, and I text her, hey, we're outside. We're sitting in this spot. I can see the gazebo. I see this. I see that. Here's a picture of where I am. Come on out and make a right. And she writes back to me, um, I'm going home with Leanna. I said, what? 
She goes, I told you. I go, you did not tell me. I asked you four times. I'm sorry. I'll go home with you. It's okay. I'm like, no. Now, at this point, it's 20 minutes until we're supposed to leave. I could just leave right now. I'm like, dude, I'm going home. Get a ride home with Leanna. From now on, you have to tell me. Because if you don't tell me that this is the case, you would have went home. I wouldn't have even been there. It would have been whatever. Okay. I go, seriously, I'm not kidding. I'm like, this is the last time this ever happens. And she looks at me, this freaking kid. And she goes, this is the first time it's ever happened. I go, yeah. And it's the last time it ever happens. Ever. That's it. Okay. Okay. I always get that. I always get that big follow-up. Okay. Okay. I'm so exasperated. Okay. Okay. Um, Now, for those of you who are listening to the story and you're like, you didn't yell at her. You didn't get mad at her. People get upset. They're like, why wouldn't you get mad? I would have gotten mad. I don't like to get mad about things that, I don't know, it's over. I talked to her about it. We figure it out. But that builds up. And then by the end of the day, when she's claiming to me that she has no socks in her laundry, and I tell her, okay, do me a favor. Take the socks out of your laundry basket. Put them all in the washing machine. I'll wash them all tonight. She doesn't want to do it because she's too tired. And we're literally standing outside the laundry room with her hand in the basket. And she's going, can I just go to bed? I don't want to do this. That's when the explosion happens. I'm like, like, get those socks right now. Put them in a washing machine. Enough. Enough of this. She's like, okay, okay. Okay, okay. Man, freaking kids, man. Let me tell you. Dealing with my daughter has been a trip, and I'm about to test you guys to see whether or not you have a teenager, because you might not. And if you don't have a teenager, you think you get it, but it's only when you have a teenager that you fully do get it. Let me tell you this quick story. Love this story. It was funny. Made me laugh, but the follow-up is what really kind of drills the point home about whether or not you have a teen, right? We are in the car. And my daughter is asking me to buy Woolite, right? Woolite. I didn't even know Woolite was like used for anything. In college, we used to use it for the white party, we used to call it, where we'd put Woolite all over ourselves and all over the walls. And we put on a black light and everyone be drawn on each other. It was, I miss college sometimes. Anyway, so we did that in college, Woolite and the white party. And it was a lot of fun. Now, apparently you use Woolite to clean stuff, right? So we're using Woolite to clean her bathing suits, which are a big deal. I know they're a big deal because she's told me multiple times they're a big deal. So she goes, Daddy, you have to buy Woolite. I go, okay, well, we have to wash. My bathing suits have to be washed by hand. These are very expensive bathing suits, right? Sometimes you forget you're talking to a, like a 14-year-old. You think you're talking to this like debutante from you know the 1930s. She's like, Daddy, you don't understand. These are very expensive. I'm like, okay, no problem. We could do that. No, but they have to. They have to be hand washed in Woolite. Like these are not cheap. These are not just regular run-of-the-mill bathing suits. These are good, expensive bathing suits that have to be clean. We can't not clean them by hand. I said, okay, look, look, I bought the Woolite. I got it. I got it. All right? All right. Well, here's what we'll do. We'll get the Woolite. We'll go home. We'll wash it together. I'll show you how to wash it by hand, and then you know how to do it. And she goes, she looks into the distance. She goes, hmm, maybe you don't have to wash them by hand. <laughs> And I lost it. I thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever heard because it was almost like a comedy skit. Dad, you have to wash these by hand. Okay, we'll do it together. Eh, I don't know if you have to wash them by hand. So I thought it was the funniest thing. Now, here we go. You ready? You hear that story. Let's separate the teenage parents from the non-teenage parents. Are you ready? What followed up me laughing at this hilarious moment, right? Now, the non-teenage having parents or people in general will say to you, she laughed with you, right? She thought it was funny. It was kind of a funny thing, right? The teenage parents, they know 
what happened next. This is what happened next. Stop laughing at me! Why are you laughing at me? Stop it! Because you're hilarious. Stop laughing at me! All right, all right, all right, all right. Look, we'll just... Jesus, we'll, we'll wash it together. All right, we'll just we'll wash the bathing suits. We'll figure it out. Why are you laughing at me? Because you're freaking hilarious. I don't know what to tell you. Because you're funny. I, I try to explain it to her. I'm like, you're like a like an SNL skit. Like, it's like funny. It's like silly. It's like... But you're laughing at me. Yeah, I'm laughing at you. She's nuts. It's like bona fide nuts. That's what teenagers are. They're completely off the track. It's like having three kids at once with one kid because we can literally have the same conversation three different times in 10 minutes and it's completely different personalities for each. There's We can go from her being the sweetest kid in the world telling me stories, daddy, you want to hear what I did today? This, this happened today. I'm like, oh, this is great. And in my head, because they get you, they trick you, these kids. So they'll turn around, daddy, like, this is a great day. And you're like, oh, this is fantastic. And in your head, you're like, I'm the best. I'm the best parent in the world. This kid's telling me everything. I know all this stuff. We talk about things that, you know, parents and kids don't talk. And it's amazing. It's really good. It's like bonding stuff. And you're like, this is fantastic. And literally five minutes later, I will go to walk past her and put my hand on her shoulder as I walk past her. And she will convulse as if I am made of poison. It is insanity. I'm like, who are you? What happened? What's going on? But that's what it's like. That's what it's like raising a teenager. It is the craziest weirdest situation I've ever been in. And I think what's crazy about it too is the fact that all of us perpetually in our heads are kind of close to the teenage years. I, I hesitate to say that I think like a teenager. I don't, I don't still think that way. I once knew an adult when I was a kid that was like, no matter how old you get, you always think like you're 15. That's how your brain always works. And it wasn't until I grew up that I was like, that adult had some major problems because I'm, I don't think like I'm 15. I don't. I think close to when I was a teenager. I can think in that respect. I give my daughter social advice based on social things that I went through as a teenager. I know certain things you're not supposed to tell your kid. Like, you know, be friendly with everybody. Maybe if it gets super weird, you don't have to be best buddies with them in public, but be nice and that kind of stuff. So I do all that. I do all that social stuff, but I don't think like I'm 15. That said, the fact that she is the age she's at now, I have vivid memories of that age. I know the things I said. I know the things I did. I knew the places I went and the people that I hung out with and the sketchy people that I met even before her age. And I look at it, I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? This is a different world. It's a different world we live in. I think the best part is that nowadays, 2022, so many of these parents are so involved in their kids' lives. It's not a lot like when we were kids. When I was a kid, I feel like, you know, everyone, we romanticize those days. Do you remember? It was like, be home before the lights go on. Yeah, I do. I remember throwing rocks at houses. I remember stealing dirty magazines. I remember setting shit on fire. I remember doing really crazy stuff at that age. So you know what? Maybe kids today are a little sheltered, but I don't know, man. We weren't good kids at my age. The streetlights going on and you going home wasn't exactly the sign of a, of a productive member of society. We had some pretty... Pretty wacky days and Halloweens that were like, oh my God, majorly insane. But nowadays, man, kids, yeah, I don't think they're as bad as they make them out to be. People definitely have an issue. I think the kids grow up a little faster than they should maybe. But for the most part, the kids were all right. My favorite part about the fact that she's a teenager, I'm going to tell you, and if you're listening to this and you're a parent of a kid that my daughter grew up with, I'm not talking about you. I might be talking about you. I could be talking about you. I'm probably talking about you. I am really 
glad that my kid has now advanced past the age where I have to be friends with the parents of just kids that she's just friends with because they're in her class. There was absolutely no vetting of her friends when she was in elementary school. It was just little children that like sat near her cubby, you know, she's like, oh, this is a girl. And they had nothing in common. The kid was a weenie. And you go, we have to hang out with the parents. And it's like, oh my God, when is this going to end? Good news, eighth grade. It's ending. It's finally ending. I see them now. And the ones that I like, I'm like, hey, what's up? The ones that I want to talk to, I don't talk to you. That's fine. I don't don't care. I'm good. I don't know. She's at that age now where she just makes her own friends. I drop her off at houses. I don't even have to get out. You know, I remember when that transition happened, where I was still expecting to have to get out of the car and meet the parents. Hey, how are you? This is my daughter. How are you? But she's here to have some popcorn. We're going to have some popcorn. Now I'm just like, I watch her go into the house. I wave. People come to my house. They leave. I don't even know they left. I tell my daughter, that's like the rule. I'm like, when somebody leaves, you have to at least text me if I'm upstairs or something that somebody's leaving. Why? I said, because I told you to. And I'm the dad. And I have weird rules. So we just do, we just do that rule. That's a big rule of mine. Let me know when somebody leaves. So she tells me, and in the beginning, I used to use that to run to the door so I could wave to the, Nobody cares. No one waves back at you. Very rarely. Once in a while, there's a few that I know will wave back. Hey, thanks. You know, but for the most part, nobody cares. It's like, yeah, you got my kid. You fed my kid. I'll feed your kid next week. So everyone will get fed. Whatever. And we don't have to hang out. We don't have to do escape rooms together. We don't have to have murder mystery parties. I don't have to do anything with these people. They, just, they bring their kids. I bring my kids. Our kids hang out. And then one day, maybe our kids don't hang out anymore. And who knows? We don't know. I don't know. It doesn't affect me. And that's what it's like to raise a teenager. But I will tell you, it is an experience. Um, It is scary. And there has been many times, especially these last few weeks, where I've been sitting next to her and I look over and I flash back to when she was like an infant and it blows my mind. I mean, it really blows my mind just to imagine and remember those days where I spent with her in her little bouncy seat, looking her in the face and just making faces out of you know, just silly <laughs> nonsense, singing songs and reading books. And, you know, and now she's, she's like a, a full fledged person. So it is what it is. I guess we all grow. We all learn. We all, I don't know, continue on. I have, and uh, I don't know if you're hearing this and you're a parent with a young child, it's happening. It's coming. It is. And even if you have a child like Lucas, my son, special needs, nonverbal, he's now 11 years old. But as he gets older and his hormones start to kick in and his attitude kicks in, he has his own set of issues too. The bottom line is it doesn't matter if they can talk, if they don't talk, if they can walk, if they don't walk, whatever it is. When those kids hit teenage years, everything goes out the window and you just kind of hold on for dear life. So I'm holding on a few more years and uh, in the teenage years will be over and then I'll feel really old and then I'll be like, I remember when you were a teenager. But I don't know. Uh, if I survive long enough, I will be proud. Hopefully you're proud. I'm proud of this podcast this week. And I'll be back next week with a brand new one. So in the meantime, do me a favor. Check it out. Come back. Blog twice a week. Monday, Wednesday. Hi, blog. I'm dad.com. Brand new podcast every Friday. Hi, pod. I'm dad.com. Until next time, this is James Gutman saying, I don't know. I'm going to say a prayer for me. I'm raising a teenager. Be well. Bye, pod. I'm dad. Teenagers scared, but